Welcome back to the Two Guys Four Cents podcast, where we work on normalizing conversation in the most objective way that we can. Eric, Stephen, how are you doing this week? Oh, I am doing mighty fine, surrounded by corruption. Um, <laughs> left and right, I'm trying. I'm, bl- I'm blinded by it. I'm infuriated, but also excited. Because excited, it's it's very exciting times. Yes, because a change um, could come from it. Um, I say could because, uh, you know, the seven sins are very powerful. AKA, you know, you do greed yeah, is powerful. When it comes down to it, you do never know, right? Right. Nobody ever knows. I refuse to believe that anyone knows. Mm-hmm. And if you ask, but me you also what, refuse to believe that it won't happen. Right. But what won't happen, Eric? Exactly. So, perhaps. Perhaps let's get into it, shall we? So, I think uh, I think it was one of our first podcasts, right? We talked about uh, everything that happened with GameStop. I I think it was, yeah, the one of the first ones, yeah. So, um, to those who haven't watched it, you probably should. It's it's a pretty good podcast. Uh, it is not a good biased. One. I mean, just like the one after and before it too, and the ones after that too yeah yeah like they're they're really good especially the ones after yeah they're really good the ones after that and, and where's my source trust me bro just just trust me i'm not biased <laughs> at all just okay so so we're going to get into uh, a bit of a bit of finance today and uh even more than finance we're going to uh, we're going to explore uh, some of the fraudulent activities that's been going on uh in, in the stock market in 2021 so uh, buckle up, because uh, it's going to be both, uh, I think, an exciting and a scary podcast. Yeah. Um, eye-opening 100%. Eye-opening 100% uh, and quite scary if you think about the after effects. But uh, we don't overthink here at Two Guys Four Cents. No. We just talk. We just talk. That's it. So with that being said, what in the AMC is going on? We are going to cover uh, what's going on with AMC. So uh, here's our two cents. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk some finance. Let's talk some due diligence. I'm going to come out and say right off the bat, I am not a damn financial advisor. I'm just someone who is looking, right? I'm opening my eyes. You just have your eyes open. I mean, you're not just looking, right? Like, I hope you're reading. I I, I hope so, too. I really do. I hope I am, too. Um, But this is all (laughs) publicly readily readily available information. Okay, so it's just, uh, it's like the big short. You know, uh, when Ryan Gosling is talking and he's saying, uh, you know, there's there's a group of people that did one thing. And they obviously looked. in this in this scenario, Eric, you're Ryan Gosling. <laughs> of course. I mean, yeah, yeah. Come on, dude. Of course. Of course. Of course. Ryan Gosling. Not like not what you did. You just like you're basically you're already basically you already look like them. So do I? Because he, he's uh, no, a very good-looking man. Okay, okay. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. Not at all. Okay. Like the opposite. Yeah. No. Yeah. Perfect. That broke my heart. But that's fine. <laughs> because, because you know what? In this game, you can't have emotions. You know? In life, no emotions allowed. Okay? You got to be sociopathic nope. or psychopathic. And uh, that's it. That's all. So, you know, it's funny, said, it's funny go you ahead. say that because... Yeah. Bef- oh, uh, it's funny... You say that because a lot of like stuff that I've read, yep. um, and anybody that's really successful, they are sociopathic, right? They are. They do. The what's the, what's the definition of sociopathic again? It's do you know it? Do I know the exact definition? No, but it, well, the idea of what it is. Well, yeah, you you don't you don't feel true emotions. You mimic them. Yeah, yeah. Like that. That's that would be like a small part. Yeah, I would say yeah, it's not that's not the whole thing, but uh I know that I mean like a lot of just how from the outside how weird very successful people seem um and just by reading like a lot of the very rich and successful people are 
either sociopathic or or are disconnected and and can't either autistic too yeah i mean Um, if you've ever seen zuckerberg in an interview like it's like the most awkward and cringiest thing you'll ever see oh yeah it's just very disconnected (laughs) and it's you know but i mean listen uh it's whatever it is what it is but like you said i mean it's already proven that the the especially the hyper successful um i would say you know what i mean um yeah and also yeah i mean it's already been proven that a lot of uh of very successful businessmen and women uh do have uh psychopathic tendencies like for example uh a psychopathic tendency is betrayal right Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. and in business right like you can't one of my theories is you can't bring na- human nature into business because no, there's no place can't. for human nature in business. It's a co- like, I, and when I say business, I mean like the out of control business that we see, like for example, in the investment world on Wall Street, for example. Yeah, you can't bring human nature onto Wall Street. You're gonna get eaten alive. Oh, absolutely! Right? You'll get eaten alive, spit out, and thrown out the window. Yeah, it, there, there's there's no place, absolutely none for emotions right it's a cold game no matter who you are you'll be betrayed um and, and that's just that's part of the broken game that we're we're all being we're all a part of right now um right it's not even right now right like it's it's just something we've been a part of and that's just how the world has grown yes i think yeah no you know what you're absolutely right i i, I would have to agree on you uh with that with you not on you but with you <laughs> i'll have to agree on you with that i'm gonna, that on I'm gonna yeah. agree on you so hard uh, <laughs> no but um no you're absolutely right and uh so with that being said i mean one has to ask uh, can this system change right and and which brings us to to the subject at hand uh amc so if you guys if any of you don't know what amc is it's a uh, theater company, the biggest theater company in the United States, and they also have uh, uh, some theaters in Europe as well. Um, and naturally, COVID-19 hit them hard, right? I mean, listen. Uh, of course, yeah. Just like us here, like Cineplex, right? I mean, they went from being $50 a share to plummeting to, I think their lowest was like $3 or $4. Wow. I think now they're hovering around 12 So, uh Obviously, very tough on uh, on movie theaters. This whole pandemic, and um, listen, AMC was very close to bankruptcy uh, a lot of times, and mm. basically, what that caused is uh, hedge funds coming together. So, hedge funds are uh, rich people that manage rich people money, pretty much. Yeah, yeah hedge yeah. fund is like a firm that manages a lot of money. So, for example, that basically they, makes them it's more high risk because there is so much money and it makes them even more money. But it also makes the hedge fund a ton of money. Right. And and they also, for example, uh, supply, uh, you know, retirement funds, uh, pensions, uh, things like that. Um, yeah. And listen, I mean, there's good hedge funds. There's bad hedge funds. Right. It, it's not all, uh, you know, it's not all of Lucifer's tiny minions on wall street but um no but i mean it's not i wouldn't say that it's necessarily all good right like i'm sure that even the good guys there's some bad nobody's really all good especially i didn't say that that much money going around it corrupts people um agreed but you know there is better hedge funds than than others there is yeah and uh You know, I, I would say that there there's hedge funds that aren't committing fraud currently. I don't think I'm out of line saying that. Um, no, I would no, I would absolutely agree. Um, I would I would like to hope. I mean, who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I'm shooting in the dark. By the way, that's not a proven fact. I'm just hoping. My good heart is hoping that there's that there's at least <laughs> one hedge fund. Please, not somebody be out there not participating in fraudulent activity. Uh, if not, then okay, then. Wow, we really need to revamp things, possibly. <laughs> and um, the way I see AMC is our chance to do that. However, let's 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 backpedal, right? Yeah, take a step back for a sec. So, pandemic being very hard, they face bankruptcy a lot of times. 
they went down to two dollars and then uh, we talked about it during the first pod, first podcast but basically uh i i would recommend watching that one before you watch this one am i what do you think about that steven yeah no i would say that i would say definitely watch the first um or not the first podcast i'll get i'll get exactly which podcast it is but uh the podcast that we talk about shorting and gamestop and stuff like that um right before because we do explain more as to what uh like shorting and what this all is exactly but i'll i'll recap a bit so i believe it is the second one conservatives and liberals yeah i'm yeah it's that one About GameStop? Yeah, I believe we touch we touch on GameStop in that one. Oh, okay. It's not the whole the whole podcast isn't about it. We don't like. Oh, I thought we did no. one dedicated. No, it. we don't do one dedicated to it. No, no, no. Oh, okay. Um. Anyways, we do we do a like a large portion, but it's not the whole thing. Interesting. Um. So, um, my brain's terrible. So, anyways, these big hedge funds uh, started shorting. AMC, GameStop. Uh, so shorting means betting against. Uh, because listen, yep. I mean, the pandemic was very hard and they weren't really revamping things. So they were going to go under. Uh, however, then a bunch of people from Reddit uh, came together and realized that the short interest was through the roof on these two companies. And uh, basically that started a gamma squeeze. A gamma squeeze is... Uh, when the price jumps up significantly based off of momentum. And uh, when short interest is that high, it will allow a price to absolutely shoot up. So GameStop was heading towards big numbers. They stopped at 450 and uh, Robinhood, which is the biggest or one of the biggest brokers in the United States, had sh- blocked completely uh, from purchasing these shares. Uh, from many yeah, different yeah. companies, um, and other brokers also followed that, and uh, it also. Oh yeah, I, I remember why it was conservative and liberals now because conservative and liberals were on the same page about this matter, of how it was absolutely incredibly illegal what they had done, um, and and the the world was coming together. And uh, it, it got a really quiet really quick, which I find, I mean, in our society, that's what happens all the time, right? Where Yeah, it's just how it is, right? Like you know, a problem arises, insanely... a problem arises, we get motivated, uh, we want to change, and then two months goes by, and it's, uh, you can hear a fly. fly and I mean, around. it's crazy, like, yeah, it, how quiet it, it, it's it is. something, and every single time it's like, oh, this is, this is it, this is the biggest thing ever nothing's ever been this big and then it just dies right i think our attention span as humans uh perhaps suffered a bit from the the technical technological growth i don't know no help with social media exactly uh so anyways it's still going on it it, it hasn't stopped since january um it's still going on uh however it's it's going on at alarmingly increasing speeds and uh there's a lot of uh, fraudulent things going on in the background. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Uh, so with that being said, uh, now I'm going to talk about exclusively about AMC uh, because I've done um, most of my research on AMC. And while they're in the same boat as GME, and in the same boat I mean uh, they both uh, could get short-squeezed Pretty much at any time, I would say. It could happen. Because that's the thing, right? GME still can get short squeezed. It's not done. No, it will be short squeezed. It's yeah. far from over uh, for, for both those companies. Um, absolutely. Uh, however, uh, the research and due diligence, diligence that I have done uh, has been quite exclusively to AMC. So I feel comfortable uh, being more open about it. Again, definitely not a financial advisor. Simply pointing out uh, what I have. Uh, what I have been listening to, and what I have looked mm-hmm. and read, and things like that. So, let's get into it, right? AMC are in a interesting position right now. So, after the gamma squeeze, and after uh, the finance world 
shook the world, right, with all the the blocks. Um, yep. Both of the stocks consolidated at their own respective prices. But what that allowed AMC to do was capitalize on pretty much rebounding, right? Uh, because AMC went from $2 a share to 20 Mm-hmm. And then uh, after that, you know, it went it went down, and now it's hovering around nine dollars and fifty one cents. So, yeah. With that being said, they were able to sell some of their shares and cut a lot of the losses that they had from this pandemic. So even starting off, that's something that I didn't know. Like a company can choose to sell off their shares. Uh, usually, it's a limited amount. Yeah. And it, it, it's not all companies. Like, I think that's something negotiated in, 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 in contracts and things like that. That makes sense. That makes sense. Because I know that uh, CEOs don't have um, an option to sell any of their shares uh, for obvious reasons. Right. Right. Um, they have a set schedule. Exactly. And that's like the same thing that happened with, I don't know if it was Moderna or Pfizer. Um, right before they they put out, or they gave out the news that it was approved by the fda the ceo sold a bunch of his shares but it was just because it was on a schedule and it happened to line up with that day right and people were like oh this is this is bullshit like he knew but yeah no it's it's just it's set schedules or when your company reaches a certain milestone right exactly but that's beside the point exactly and it'll differ from company to company um however that allowed amc to to recover a lot of their losses uh, which was quite good, and then they started realizing that uh, the amount of support—they I mean, were sorry. Yeah, I just want to say they were in extreme debt; like they were very, very close to going bankrupt. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They were over four billion dollars in debt. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is quite a different story uh, as of May eighth, twenty twenty one. But we'll get to that. Absolutely. Um. So, with that being said, they recouped a lot of their losses. And uh, pretty much, long story short, uh, they started slowly revamping things because uh, they were seeing uh, the abundance of support that they had uh, from the fr- from the people on Reddit, right, the community. Um, mm-hmm. So they started tuning into that. So, for example, um, AMC started buying out uh, some theaters that had gone bankrupt. And transforming those into AMC's. So they're franchised, right? So the franchised. Oh no! This is in, independent theaters. Yeah, in the in the states, other theater oh. companies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they okay, were buying okay. other theaters, and turning them into AMC theaters. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So. Very good indications. Absolutely. Right. Very bullish indicators. Uh, now we're at a point where, I mean, listen, COVID is a different reality in the United States. Uh, they're pretty much back to normal now. Uh, 99% of AMC theaters are opened uh, between 30 and 65 capacity. Um, so the ball is slowly starting to roll. Uh, and they're starting to generate income again, which is all great signs. Yeah, yeah. And uh, their earnings report were really strong. Uh, so for example... As of today, they have around $1.5 billion uh, cash on hand. Which is always good. In fact, it's the most they've had in their entire 101 year of, uh, they've of running. Been, they've been the a theater. thing for 101 years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so for wow. more than a century, which is insane. Which means that they've adapted in the past, right? Correct. And that's the thing that I was going to say is that um, it's good that they, like, surviving this pandemic it helps you it helps a company understand how to adapt so like now they're branching out they're realizing that just the theater because like before before the pandemic like when would you ever think that all theaters would close right right like it's just like that was alien yeah yeah so now it's it's a reality that you have to add into a business plan is to figure that stuff out absolutely if you want to be a long-lasting company so absolutely and uh, they, they built a lot of resilience uh, fr- from all this, I find. And another thing, now they came out with a streaming service, an AMC streaming service uh, that's, that's it, available yeah. 
I think worldwide, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I know the app is, and I don't know if you can stream from the app. You you probably can. If they have an app, you can probably stream from it. Yeah, yeah that, that's where I think it's coming from. And you can also, uh, for example, you can, because they have a points reward system. Yeah. And you can double dip from the app. Like they allow the double dip from the app and when you go to the actual uh, theater. And you can either use it at the theaters or on the app. So when you're renting oh, okay. movies and stuff. That's smart. That's sort of like Cineplex has right, right. now. Right. Yes, because Cineplex, you can use um, your points to purchase or rent movies that are before they come out on Netflix or or DVD or whatever. Exactly. You can you can you can re- use your your uh, scene points to rent it, right? right? Or buy it. Right. Exactly. So so they're coming out with uh, the revamping things a little bit, and now that they're you know open back up. Uh, Cash flow is is much easier to come by. Yeah, um, I also know because uh, the 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 AMC community they call themselves apes. So, for example, the CEO and AMC uh, both donated fifty thousand uh, dollars to a uh, guerrilla sanctuary fund in Africa, which was pretty wholesome to see. Yeah, they just wholesome, yeah. Um, and right now, the thing with AMC is, again, same thing as GameStop. The short squeeze is still uh, on the table. It's a giant elephant yeah. in the room that nobody is talking about, which I'm not quite sure why. Um, it's it's that, that part is really weird. Really weird. And, and, and it yeah. goes to show you, everyone, that mainstream media is not here for us, okay? So... Because they're not covering any of this. In fact, they're telling us the opposite, right? That AMC is a terrible company, that they're going under, right? And and when you look into it a little bit, when you stop taking things at face value or, you know, taking the and info that mainstream media is telling you, when you dig in to info yourself, you realize, huh, I don't see the information that they're telling me. I'd say mostly at like at face value, a theater company. If you were talk talk to anybody about Cineplex or AMC or whatever it might be, um, any theater company that was striving, uh, that was not striving but doing really good before the pandemic, um, you would think that they they are like drowning, right? Right. Obviously. Right. So it's easy. It's an easy narrative to push. Mm-hmm. And now, but now they're they're staying afloat. And let's get into some technical stuff. AMC has, I think, around four hundred and forty million outstanding shares. Okay, and yeah. uh, the CEO Adam Aaron was going to uh, come out with five hundred million additional shares. Just to try and yeah. keep the business afloat, and that would dilute all the investors. That's yeah, and it would yeah. also ruin the short squeeze. Yeah, it would. Yeah. Um, however, two weeks goes by, right? And that announcement by Adam Aaron uh, created a lot of fear. Right, diluting your investors is never really a good thing, and especially not. When people are pushing for a short squeeze, and especially when the investors are a huge part of the reason as to why you are still afloat, that and investors, individual investors own over eighty percent of AMC. Yeah, which yeah. is insane. That's just retail, like people that go on a trading app or anything right. So like that's that and exactly a- everyday inve- uh, everyday individual investors like us, right? There's also 80%. That's what over 80%. That's right. wild. I think it's 82 wild. or something. Wow. And there's 3.2 million individual investors currently investing in AMC. Okay. And how many how many stocks did you say there were? And the outstanding shares are 400 and I think 40 million. Okay. But wow. here's the thing. When Adam Aaron said I want to dilute uh 
my shares. I want to put out 500 million more. That caused the hedge funds to double down on their short positions. Because then, yeah. in their mind, they said, oh, well, the short squeeze is off the table now. Thank you very much. We're going to double down on our short position. So, two weeks goes by, or sometimes goes by, and Adam Aaron, whether this was deliberate or not, played the biggest fucking Uno reverse card I've ever seen in my <laughs> goddamn life. And he says, uh, you know what? Actually, <laughs> I just I just thought about this for a second. He, he knows how to play the he knows how to play the game. Okay, that's the way I see it. He's a CEO. Yeah. He's a billionaire. He knows how the game works. He says, "You know what? Since individual shareholders are such a big part of our company, in fact, are our company, I will let them vote on this matter." Which was insane, very righteous in my opinion. I would I would say so, absolutely. And naturally, individual individual investors were like, "Hell no, you're not going to come out with 500 million new shares." <laughs> right? We own 80% or 82% of the entire outstanding shares. And currently, there's a 100% utilization of the float. So what does that mean? That means that right now there's no shares left of AMC. However, you can still buy shares of AMC. So, Stephen, does that make sense to you? That's that's the part where you start losing me. Oh, that's the part where I started digging in. It, well, yeah, I would say so exactly because it doesn't make sense, right? Right, and and. And I mean, this has been figured out by uh, by other people. I didn't do the digging myself. I did a lot of reading that research that other people did. And then when you go look at the public information, it's like, oh yeah, okay, they're right. So, yeah, yeah, we have a hundred percent utilization of the float. But how how can you keep buying shares? Okay, so that doesn't make sense. So right now, what's going on in the background okay, is the hedge funds, not naming any names, <laughs> rhymes with, <laughs> rhymes with, um, we got to be careful. We don't want to get shut down here, Eric. Oh, okay. Fine. Fine. Okay. So hedge funds, what they're doing. Rhymes with Bapital. <laughs> <laughs> Precisely. So, <laughs> so, what they're doing is they're creating synthetic shares. Okay, so fake shares. And why they're doing that, I'm not really sure. I'm not sure why they're digging themselves a hole deeper and deeper. Like, for example, in back in January, they could have closed their position, taken their losses, and go from here. However, now, everyone is still holding on to their shares. Nobody is selling. But you can still keep buying, even though we own all of the outstanding shares. And they can just keep shorting and doubling down on their shorting positions to synthetically drive the price down. To try and scare investors away. However, it's fairly obvious to what they're doing now, so nobody's getting really scared when they try to drive the price down. So, listen. The thing on Wall Street, right, is they will never say no to a deal. Ever. No, yeah. So, when you've got the top hedge fund, one of the top hedge funds, shorting a position like that, they're going to make a deal happen, right? And I mean, listen, money is power, okay? They almost are the market makers, okay, at this point. Yeah, I would say so. So basically, what's going on right now is, let's say you go on your little iPhone, right? You open a financial broker app, and you invest into AMC, right? So you buy an AMC share. Your money goes to the broker, Right, 
Your broker says, okay, this person wants this share for this price. They send it to the market makers. So for example, NASDAQ. They look at it. Okay, perfect. They want this share. Okay, there's there's none of these shares left. Uh, but we're going to send it to uh, to these guys up top, these hedge funds. We're going to go see what they can do. They send it to them. What these guys do is because they want to make a deal, right? They want your money. I right, agreed, okay? So they say, okay, perfect. We'll take the money. They want an AMC share. Okay, well, you know what? There's none of those left, but you know what? Let's just create something here and send it back to the market makers. They don't ask questions. The market makers send it back to the broker. They don't ask questions. And then you get an email saying, congratulations, you own, you now own five shares of AMC. Yeah. So, currently, right, there's 3.2 million individual investors. Let's say la moyenne. How do you say that in English? The, the, the median. Okay. So, let's say... The median? I don't know if it's the median. The average. The average. The average between these... We're, we're, we're completely English guys. We, yeah. We, that's all we speak. Yeah, yeah, English, yeah. You lean English, yeah. You what? Unilingual. Unilingual. Uni. I think I've eaten that before. Lingual. Unilingual. Yeah, 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 yeah. unicorns. So, yeah. So what's going on, right? Why can why can you just keep buying shares? It doesn't make sense. And why can they keep shorting the shares? Right? Like, how does that make sense? So right now, they are shorting. Synthetic shares. So they are betting against shares that don't even exist. Yeah. But it doesn't matter because when you buy it, that's a contract. And when you short a share, you also have to buy back the share eventually. That's inevitable. Yes, you do. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, you can't just hold it forever, right? No. No, it expires. Yeah, when and then they have sense. to either, they have to either put more money into their short position, or they get margin called. So margin called is when they have to start covering. So they have to buy back. Yeah. So they, for some reason, they're just they keep doubling down in their short position and digging themselves a hole deeper and deeper in the ground instead of folding. So I don't know if it's like a dick measuring contest at this point. Like, they don't want to lose. We don't want to lose. So they're just going to yeah, keep going yeah. until the very end and crash the entire economy like they did in 2008. I don't know. Which I wouldn't put it past them. Which I will not put it past them. <laughs> <laughs> did, I, did I say something Holy there? Jesus. <laughs> so, <laughs> the reason... Okay, so 3.2 million individual investors. Let's say on average, which is the conservative number, by the way, okay? Let's say on average... It's about 500 shares uh, per per investor. Yeah. Just that is 1.5 billion shares. Which is more than three times the actual float. Yeah. So an official, an official shareholder count is going to be uh, coming out on June 2nd. I hope those include the synthetic shares. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I would hope so. I would hope so. I hope. I mean, that's the whole point of doing the share count. I hope. Anyways, one has to ask, right? How can they create synthetic shares? Uh, so there is what's called dark pool. Uh, so dark pool is like the dark web of the stock market where they don't need to be transparent. They can do private uh, business exchanges. And they can, you know, involve themselves in some pretty sketchy activity. Uh, so that's exactly what they're doing right now. Uh, it, it, it's it's completely it, it's mind blowing uh, how they can just keep creating these synthetic shares to try and artificially drive the price down. Right. Yeah. But no one has. We've had hundred percent utilization of the float now for the past two weeks. Which is insane. 
Yeah. Yeah. And 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 somehow they can still just keep shorting. Shorting, shorting, shorting. So anyways, mm-hmm. the the reason why this is so important in my eyes is for example in the 2008 uh economic crash and housing crash is uh well what was behind that is CDOs. So that was collateralized uh debt obligations. Uh, basically yep. aka shit mortgage bonds. Um with a label of AAA and AA quality. Uh, but really, it was double B, triple B, just dog shit. Yeah. And uh, they were making money on their money, pretty much. Right? And uh, then they started creating synthetic CDOs. So, fake shit. <laughs> and then that's when, you know, people started betting against that. And then it eventually, you know, when they started seeing what's going on, because people actually started to look, um, that's when it came tumbling down. Are we seeing something similar here with all the synthetic shares being created? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. It's, uh, it seems like it. And other indicators, okay? So usually regulations aren't putting put into place that often new regulations maybe three four times a year regulations for to regulate the stock market right, right. so that is a job for the securities exchange commission so the uh, the yep. sec yep and uh by approval of the dtcc i don't know what exactly what that means dtcc like i don't know the acronym but basically Under see the, them you don't know what no, go ahead. See them as the stock market police. That's the DTCC, pretty much. Yeah. So it has to be approved by them. Anyways, in the last three months, they've put into place 10 plus new regulations. Yeah. All publicly available information. You can go and read the regulations, right? Mm-hmm. Um. But a couple of them that I want to highlight is uh, 801, Regulation 801, which already got into effect and got approved with no objections. And uh, the one that we're all waiting for is Regulation 002. So what does 002 mean? So what that means is the hedge funds, Right, because the SEC is finally getting their head out of their asses and starting to do something about this, because the entire stock market might be on the verge of collapsing. So they're they're is gros, comme on dirait en français, hein? ils commencent à se grouiller un petit peu. Yeah. So they're starting to pick things up, and they're starting to uh, how can I say that in English? Like they're starting to uh, to 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 move things, maybe to I don't know, I don't know how to say. No, they're that. starting to rush. They're starting to rush now. Yeah, yeah, that's it, that's it. And uh, Regulation 002, what will it allow them or the investors to do? Well, simple enough, okay? So Regulation 002 will allow or will force the hedge funds to prove that they have uh, the funds on hand to cover their short position of every hour of every day. So of every hour of every day, they will have to prove that they have the funds to cover their short positions. Or be able to prove. So they can be audited whenever. Right. At any time. Yeah. And at every hour and at every day or at any time they want. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. Right. They're not going to. Right. They're not going to have. I mean, listen, there's billions of synthetic shares driving the price down to get us to fold. And then they're shorting the synthetic shares. They're shorting shares that don't even exist. We own all of the outstanding shares. Okay. So when 000, oh, sorry, 002, one too many zeros. <laughs> zero, 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 zero. <laughs> so when this passes, which, in my opinion, will, because 801 passed with no objections, and 801 goes hand in hand with 002. Yep. They'll have to provide proof. If not, they will get margin called, which means they either have to add money 
that they don't have because we're bleeding them by holding our positions. Um, because when you hold a short position, you pay interest fees, right? So it's yeah. like a credit card. Yeah. It's a loan, right? Think of it as, as a loan when you're shorting. You're borrowing a stock. And now, okay, for example, Friday, that percentage went up from 11% to 25%, Stephen. Yeah, yeah. Just yesterday, AMC went up 5%. They lost $54 million in one day. <laughs> That's just incomprehensible. Okay, and hedge funds right now, their assets were, I think, around $22 billion. Their assets now are worth $350 million. So they liquidated everything. Why? Right? Short squeeze. That's yeah. why. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's just a theory of mine, though. That's not. Listen. It's just not a financial advisor. Just trying to shift through BS. And the short squeeze. Sift, so sorry. the short squeeze will happen when they start to buy back. Is That's right, right? Right. So that's when, when they start to buy back, they can either start it themselves or when they get margin called. Yeah, or yeah. another way this squeeze can happen is... If a gamma squeeze were to happen, so a gamma squeeze is based off momentum, right? So if enough momentum starts picking up and then all of a sudden the, sh the, the price shoots up, that would most likely encourage them to start covering. Yeah, yeah. And then which keeps driving the price up. Exactly. Right, because supply and demand. We have all the shares. Exactly. It's basically going to be like an auction at this point. So with that being said, there's also regulations being put into place, um, which I don't fully understand. Um, 006 just came out like yesterday, so I'll have to read that. This is like an ongoing thing, right? It's happening very quick. It's happening right in front oh, of yeah. us. Yeah. Um, so 002, the SEC has taken a decision uh, latest. I think they said on the 21st of June is the latest date that they shall approve or disapprove, which again, I don't see why they would disapprove. It goes hand in hand with Regulation 801, which passed with no objections. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, there is always the uh, the possibility of the, corrupt, the corruption paying them off so they don't pass it. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess. But, I mean, when you think of it, like, I don't know. It's just, just another side to look at. Who knows, honestly? But that would still, I mean, it would still cause, any any way that happens, it'll still, it'll still, yeah. There will still be something that comes out of it. Well, that's the thing. The, the short squeeze isn't depending on 002, but 002 no. will pretty much solidify that the squeeze is happening. The short squeeze. And it'll it'll make it it'll it'll make it happen quicker too. Oh right? yeah. Like it'll, oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and for example, like Fidelity, um, a broker in the states, uh, gave a gave a short squeeze score to AMC of eighty six out of ninety nine, I think. <laughs> and that's not even with zero zero two in place. That would just be yeah. off of pure momentum, right? Because if a gamma squeeze starts. Uh, it'll eventually transfer into a short squeeze. And um, yeah. listen, when, when these hedge funds inevitably default, like they won't be able to pay for all, all of this. Unfortunately, right, that it, they're going to be bailed out by the, the DTCC and SEC with the new regulations in place uh, and, and the insurance, right? I mean, for example, just the stock market itself is worth over $30 trillion. Yeah, yeah. Um, and hopefully we don't, I mean, listen, if this, all of this goes through, like if a short squeeze does happen, uh, it could go, the prices could go very high. It could go hundred percent returns. It could go a thousand percent returns. It could go 10,000%. Like we've seen it all in the past. Nobody yeah, knows where it's going to go. It's, it's, we're not like speculating. It's not being speculated on. No. It's, it's happened before. Right. So. For example, uh, an ETF called uh, Directions in 2008 
the short squeeze uh, went from like $10 a share to uh, $35,000 a share. And that's a, yeah, an ETF. And that's an ETF, which if you don't know what an ETF is, is like an umbrella of many stocks. And it was obviously yeah. real estate uh, because the housing crash. Uh, so it popped off, right? Because it was synthetic. Exactly. So we're seeing the same, uh, not the same, very similar uh, tactics being used uh, for manipulation. And for example, if you go and look at some YouTube videos uh, about AMC, you're going to see comments uh, by obviously uh, spam accounts, robots. It's very obvious. They've got stock boomer photos, and they're all within minutes <laughs> of each other. All within minutes. Yeah. It's like 39 minutes ago, 40, 41, 42, 43. And they're saying, you know, they'll say something in because they're trying to blend in. So they're they're saying, hello, apes. I'm selling all of my shares on Monday. We've lost this war. The hedge funds are smarter than us. So propaganda like that. It's like, why are they doing all this if they don't think a short squeeze is imminent? Like, they're trying, not only are they trying to delay this as much as possible, uh, but they're doing everything they can to, 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 to spread fear, uncertainty, and doubt uh, into investors' hearts and, and hoping that they fold because... Currently, if you hold AMC shares, it doesn't cost you anything to hold them. But for the hedge funds to no. hold a short position, again, it's costing them millions and millions and millions of dollars every day. So it's very interesting things and it's very scary uh, because if this goes through, it could crash uh, the, the stock market. I think it could. In my yeah, opinion. no, it definitely could definitely and do we and know, i hope do we know sorry go ahead go ahead no no you go you go i've talked enough do we know um when so when the game stop um sh- part of the beginning the, all the hype around them and when that shorting was going on uh and robin hood closed down mm-hmm. uh because of some sketchy stuff that happened mm-hmm. um do we know what happened with that 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 lawsuit and with that meeting with congress that happened with that did they because like this isn't just happening that's what i mean it it just recently happened that they got the scare so right so so basically nothing came from it like it it was just basically like uh interrogations you know and it was a lot of no no we didn't do that no no we were doing this we were protecting our investors but, I mean, ironically enough, Robinhood is owned by the hedge fund that is shorting all these stocks. Yeah. So, I don't need to explain much more than that, in my opinion. Go figure. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, geez, c'est crush. Uh, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's very scary, uh, in my opinion. And, I mean, these new regulations are going to put... Uh, further laws on for example shorting so i mean if this does go through i think it'll be the last short squeeze for a long time until greed takes over again inevitably sorry i'm very pessimistic so um well it will um, it's history is doomed to repeat itself yeah especially uh especially in the finance world yeah but it's just it's it's very scary and and the SEC and the DTCC themselves are preparing for a short squeeze with all these new regulations. When you read into them, why else would they putting would they be putting it? They're increasing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I watched this new video. I, I I'm not going to talk about it because I don't fully grasp the idea yet. Okay. Um. But but it, it's insane. It's insane what is going on. And I hope that we don't see the same thing in 2008 where nobody gets jail time. Everyone is blamed but these rich guys. Yeah, yeah. Teachers were blamed. Middle, everyone That's... in the middle class was blamed. Meanwhile, the, like 8 to 9 million people lost their homes and jobs. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, man. It's going to be scary what, what, what develops uh, in these next few months. Uh it's it's the worst thing because people are 
especially after 2008, um, whatever, like what, what went on with the housing market crash, people are wanting it to happen to, like, you know, get, like they're being greedy. Oh, absolutely. And, and they're pushing it. Yeah. So absolutely. And I mean, yeah, no, there's, there's greed in all aspects, but, uh, I think right now, I, I think we're seeing fraudulent activity with all the manipulation and synthetic shares that they're, that they're synthetically driving the price down and they just keep shorting it and eventually it's going to blow up. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there is, I mean, yeah, so it is something that is continually, um, happening as we go. So the next, uh, little bit, I'm sure we'll be touching on each podcast just a little bit on it. Yeah. That'd be cool. Uh, and another thing, another thing I wanted to mention is when you look, actually, no, that's not even important stuff. Continue. Okay. Yes. And, um, yeah, it's just constantly going on. Like you said, it's happening. We're in the, in the midst of it. And that's how it is with, uh, the stock market stuff and everything like that. It's just constantly evolving. So, um, everything we hear will be saying in the podcast, I'm sure just as a way to communicate. Um, but it's very interesting stuff. I mean, especially during COVID, the amount of stuff that's happened has been, everything's been the complete opposite of what people have been saying. Like, it's just nothing makes sense right now. Nothing makes sense. Nothing makes sense. And I know. And a lot of things, I don't know. There's just a lot of coincidences going on. Like if there's, if, if, if people truly don't think there's a short squeeze coming, there's just, I, I don't know, there's so many coincidences right now. Like the even the way the market's been acting lately, like in the last uh, yeah. five months, it's been euphoric. Yeah, it has been. And when something is that euphoric, like before the crash in 2008, it was absolute euphoria. And it's been happening for five months. Like I know. I'm scared. Yeah, it is scary. So, yeah, and, and that's the thing. It's not going to just be AMC squeezing. That's the thing. No, no. And if the hedge funds default, because there's more than one hedge fund in this. and Yeah, absolutely. When it starts squeezing, the, 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 the hedge fund with the worst position gets margin called first, right? And then it's the next guy, and then it's the next guy, next guy, next guy, next guy. And if they all default, then the government comes and bails out uh, because that was a transaction, right? That you own the share, synthetic or not. If you buy a share... You still own it. You still legally have it. That's your legal share. That's your legal part of the company. Exactly. So... it's. I mean, I guess in, on, a, on, a, on a surface level, it would be like you go and buy... Um, you go and buy a, a, a piece of wood from someone. Mm-hmm. But that piece of wood was borrowed was borrowed the guy that sold it to you borrowed it off someone else. Right. Right? So he has to now the guy and the guy that he borrowed it off of wants it back. Right. Exactly. That's right? exactly what's going on. So and, and it that doesn't piece matter of wood, that they don't have and it. And that piece of wood is not even a real piece of wood. It's Fake wood that looks like real wood. Yeah. Yeah. It's mind-blowing. I I can't even wrap my head around what is going on. No. I I, I truly, I cannot. And there's sort of, um, there's something interesting about making, that's why, that's part of the reason why I wanted to make a podcast about this, um, is that we're living through it and... It's going to be something that in the future we look back on and we we have hindsight over. Yeah. You can see where we're wrong. You can see where we're right, right? Like there's so there's a lot of interesting dynamics there. So I think going back, this is definitely one of the podcasts to go back on and listen to in the future. Oh, yeah. And, and I would say in the next few months, we could come revisit this. I would say in the next few months too, yeah. Yeah. Um, because if, if 002 comes into effect latest June 21st, oh boy. That'll be 
that'll be something. <laughs> it's something, yeah, like I said, that we're going to keep watching and and just keep going with. So, However. Anyways, that's our, what's that? I wanted to also say. Oh, go ahead. When you look at AMC perform, right? Like when you look at the graph. Yeah. No, no. That's what I was going to say. No, no, that's going too technical. Okay, okay. Yeah. No, I'm going <laughs> to stop talking. We don't want to get we don't want to complicate things to make people tune out because it's too too difficult to understand, right? Yeah, because that's what the, the you know, the Wall Street tries to do and they they hope that you fucking leave them alone. But <laughs> yeah. But he, oh, yeah. here we are, you know, two guys four cents knocking on their door. Hello. <laughs> Is there anybody in there? Where are the synthetic shares? <laughs> it's scary stuff. I don't know. They're creating out of yeah. thin air and and we just live in a very broken system. So I hope that if this does blow up, uh I hope that we can learn from our mistakes from 2008. Yeah. I hope that we see a lot of people receiving jail time. And for example, um the top guy from this hedge fund, right? Not naming names. <laughs> but he stepped down from his position after 16 years. That's just very recently? Very, very recently, indeed. Last week. Wow, wow. There, There's no coincidences when you look at the numbers and what's going on. We have 100% you know, utilization just... of the float. You can still buy shares. They can still short shares. <laughs> what? We have a hundred percent utilization of the float. <laughs> nothing, nothing. It's just, it's like we're living in a simulation. I honestly, if this blows up, I'm going to be convinced we live in a simulation. <laughs> honestly, like the crazier things get, it's like it's doesn't. Nothing can, you can't understand or explain anything. No, so absolutely not. Do your own due diligence, but uh, AMC is currently sitting at $9.51. And uh, looking at it fundamentally, AMC is a solid stock, and I would say it's definitely worth more than $9.51. So I see it as a value play as well, without even the short squeeze. Yeah. Yeah. But things are wild. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. That's all I got. I don't know if I did yeah. a good job explaining it. Oh, you definitely did. I mean, I understand it more now because I didn't understand it fully before the podcast for um, that specific reason. Because I wanted to listen when you explained it so you could properly explain it. Um, but yeah, if, if, if anybody out there is confused about anything that we said, um, just shoot us a message. And I can also uh, like post uh, re- uh, like sources and things like that and... Yeah, we will do that. I, th- I think that's a good idea when we post the uh, sneak peek. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think that, yeah, good stuff. So if you want uh, any sources or any further explanations, articles, anything like that, check our Instagram, Two Guys Four Cents. Absolutely. There's um, going to be some due diligence there for you to yeah. uh, divulge in. Absolutely. If you want to draw your own conclusion uh, to if is this going to crash uh, the entire U.S. Uh, market. So... <laughs> Take a bet. Don't take our word for it. Yeah, take your own. Okay, so uh, <laughs> yeah. that was uh, that was my two cents on everything that's going on this craziness. And uh, thank you so much for listening, everyone. Um, I hope you are Absolutely. all. Absolutely, thank you guys. Well, and uh, hang in there. Stay safe. Definitely. Go ahead, Steve. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, we really like the last couple podcasts that were about the traveling eric everybody seemed to like that a lot so yeah which is really awesome Um, because uh yeah it was more of a laid-back podcast and we were wanting to do more of podcasts like that yes so i don't know seems good seems good and uh there's definitely more there's going to definitely be uh, more adaptation to to like a more of a not improvised but more of a conversation about whatever you know what I mean? Being yeah. very yeah. relaxed and having uh, um, just conversations about anything. But we'll uh, we'll definitely keep in mind. I mean, traveling traveling podcasts would be really cool. So 
So we never know what the future holds. No, we don't. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Um, we'll see you next week. This is Steven. This is Eric. And uh, ciao, ciao for now. Take care. Bye.